I'm about a dollar. I'm about a dollar. Houston, you already know what time it is. This is the What's Next podcast, Houston's number one platform where I invite creators to share their journeys and give us a depiction of their visions. Most importantly, the last question I'll ask is What's next? John Ross Dyke first, founder of Still Visionary Inc. and creator of the What's Next podcast, dropping every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Houston, Texas, this is episode 127, All Lives Matter of the What's Next podcast, a production of Still Visionary Inc. Shouts to the Astros, they play tonight. We 2-0 in the ALDS. Uh, I got a show this weekend, we're going to talk about it. Y'all ready? Walk with me. Everything I started, I stopped. In search of where to start, I asked the pastor, what Bible verse comes to mind when I say all lives matter? He said nothing, because black lives matter. This from a man of God who's aware of a lost cause and attempts to teach, searching that volume sacred law for the correct scriptures to read. He said, John 3.16. John Ross Dyke I, founder of Still Visionary Inc. and creator of the What's Next podcast, dropping every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Houston, Texas, welcome back to episode 127 of the What's Next podcast, a production of Still Visionary Inc. That's W-H-A-T, no apostrophe S, N-E-X-T, exclamation, question mark. The What's Next podcast, a production of Still Visionary Inc. Listen, this is a creative story. And the reason why I spell my podcast name out is because if you hear what's next, you'll just automatically put that apostrophe right after the T. Right. But I want you to let you I want to let you know that there is no apostrophe after the T in the what's next podcast. Um, Listen, it's show week. Okay, at the conclusion of this week, today's Sunday at the conclusion of this week, I'll be in a show on Friday and Saturday October 15th and 16th. Um, and the name of the show is entitled Black, Blue, All Lives, All Mine. It's going to be at, at Jones Hall. Uh, tickets are available at SpaHouston.org. SpaHouston.org. Tickets are $25 at two shows Friday and Saturday at 7.30 p.m. here in Houston, Texas. Jones Hall. And it's a big thing for me. It's a big thing for me because it's been a long time since I had to perform it's been a long time since i've been in front of a crowd it's been a long time since i've been in that element right and um when i think about that i think about opportunities and when i think about opportunities when opportunities come you got to seize them no matter what they are you got to seize them you got to you got to take full advantage of them you got to take full advantage of them because if you don't and you're when you you're waiting for the next opportunity you'll never know when that comes so you got to take full uh opportunity of the uh, uh, of the opportunities that come you got to seize the moment right and in preparing for um the show on friday and saturday uh we're going to talk about the direction that i was in or or what it was right um but uh, i bring you greetings um this sunday afternoon october the 10th 2021 and we have um, 82 days left in the year, right? 
and uh 82 days left in the year and five days left before the show so with 82 days man i'm just i'm really locked in on this on this um show on on friday and saturday because uh, i don't know what it'll bring me but um i'm just grateful for the opportunity to be here to be performing to be in front of a crowd to have my people there Uh, my man gerald lee henry smith hit me yesterday and he was like ajr I sent you a message, but you never responded. And I was like, my bad, my bad. And I had to go back and look. And he was just like, when is the show? And then he went ahead on Facebook and he posted the show for my class. The class is um, 2003 at Booker T. Washington High School and the high school for engineering professions to come out. Because every time I have a play, they always support in droves. So my to my class from Booker T. Washington High School and the high school for engineering professions, I appreciate the love and support that you continuously pour into me. Right. But um, yeah, the show comes on Friday and it pro- it promises to be a big show. I've never been at Jones Hall before, so you can imagine, not necessarily the pressure, but you can imagine what it might feel like to walk inside there and know that people are coming to see you, irregardless if they bought a ticket from you or not. Right? It's got me feeling um, excited, right? Um, so excited that I performed that poem. In front of my advocacy period at, at school Just to let them know it's real Just to let them know that when I talk I ain't just making stuff up I'm not no guy that just Kind of just makes things up But I performed that poem um, In front of my advocacy students At school And um, so It goes like this um, This is kind of where I want to Start it off at Was that there that I was listening to it or was it here that I was listening to it? It was, uh, no, that's not where I was listening to it at. So I do this thing. I do this thing where um, I go back and I listen to my episodes just to make sure, you know, just to just to listen to them, see where I was, see what I could have done better. Right. And uh, that's not this one. It is here. It is here. It was the episode. Um. Life is what you make it, right? Life is what you make it. Life is what you make it. It was that episode. And, you know, so, so, um, here we go. I got a phone call and I'll play it for you. Listen, um, I got a phone call the other day, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and then I'm gonna wrap it up. I got a phone call last week. Oh, well, actually, I got a phone call this past Wednesday, right? And you know, as an actor, because that's what I am. I am that I am. I, as an actor, hold on. I'm talking to you about the opportunity that came my way as an actor. I found it difficult to get back into the realm of it. Mm. Now that I've done with real estate, now that I'm edu- I'm in education, I'm beginning to make my second, you know, my second win. I'm trying to catch my second win and I'm moving forward in my career and stuff like that. I've been trying to get back to my passion. Mm. The word that defines me is passionate. Like my boy Freddie said in episode one, 110, mm. I'm a passionate person. Mm. Right? I'm a passionate person. Mm. 
And so I've been trying to get back to my passion and I've been trying to figure, man, you know what, if I, if I deviate from the path of being an actor, maybe people will see the grind, what it looks like to hustle, hustle, hustle. Maybe people will see that in me and they'll understand that this is what I'm doing it for. With all that being said, I sit mm. back and I wait and I'm like, yo, when the phone call is going to come? One of people. John Ross Dyke, the first founder of Still Visionary um, Inc. and creator of the What's Next podcast. Dropping every day at 6 p.m. I see the podcast going. So, yo, you know what? Um, I want to promote on your podcast. How do I do so? Better yet, I know that your podcast is dropping every Tuesday. Is there a way that I can get you on my project? Because I know that I'm going to see you on the internet every Tuesday. Every week, damn near. Mm. And it hasn't come. Mm. So... I get a phone call this past Wednesday right. from my homegirl. We shoot the shit, you know. She's like, yo, with my T-shirt. I'm like, yo, I apologize. I'm going a, I'm to a get you that T-shirt. I've just been mad busy. You know what I'm saying? I've been running around, mm-hmm. school, work, mm-hmm. all of I'm t- being a husband, doing all of this stuff. But I'm going to get you the T-shirt. And she was like, that's not what I meant to call you for. What I meant to call you for was this. What I meant to call you for was this. I was talking to such and such. I was talking. So, um, round of applause. Long story less long. Nah, let me tell you this story. I got a story to tell. So, um, I was on the way to a large meeting. And my homegirl called me and she said, hey, JR, somebody wants to work with you. Right? And this is what I, this is what I mean by you got to seize the opportunity. A lot of times when you get a little light, a little limelight, right, it'll go to your head. You start to think that you're iller than you really are. You start to think that, you know what? These boys can't see me. They can't touch me. And you carry that ego with you everywhere you go. You mingle less. You network less because you know well, you feel in your mind that you are the illest person around arrogance and I carried that arrogance with me seeing that I was doing everything that I was doing you know I seen people start I seen people stop I seen people begin and call me and hit me like yo this podcast thing talk to me about it and it can kind of go to your head so when you and let's just say let's let's draw from a pool of three other people so out of four people right you're the person who has that ego where the other three people are just like, you know what? I'm going to seize this opportunity that I've been given and I'm going to make the best of it. I'm going to do everything that I can to, to, to acquire what I am dreaming about. You, on the other hand, you're just like, listen, I'm God's gift. They should want me. Why don't they want me? And you go out and you audition with the other three people, but you don't get booked. The email or the the phone call comes back and it's just like, listen, I want to be the first to let you know that we're going to go a different direction. And you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who did you pick? But that's not your business. You're more along the lines of your, your, your ego and your pride is kind of shattered. Like, listen, you're not as dope as you thought you were. You got to eat that. You got to eat that. You got to live with it. You got to watch everybody. Those other three people out of the four, right? Because you were the fourth. Those other three people, you got to see them on the big screen. 
because they humbled themselves and you didn't. Right. So when I say opportunities, you got to seize them. I get a phone call and my homegirl's like, listen. Somebody wants to work with you. Immediately. I looked out the front of my window immediately. She didn't have to say another word. I was like, I'm there no matter what it is, because after being after being denied because of your own arrogance, after being denied because of your own arrogance, now you see the opportunity and everything that you've been wishing that people did hit you because they liked your voice or hit you because they had seen before or remember you to put you in their project has now come. So who are you now to be like, you know what? Nah, when she says somebody wants to work with you, she didn't have to tell me another thing. I said, I'm there. Thank you. Thank you. I'm there. She says he remembered you and he specifically asked for you to be in the project. I said, oh, shit. Woo. I'm back to acting again. She says it's going to be a Jones Hall. It's going to be a big thing before she even said Jones. Hall, I've been to Jones Hall before. I never performed there, but I've been there. And I think it was a New Year's Eve party back in the day. This is 2008. 2009 somewhere around there I went there for a New Year's Eve party to bring the new year in so I've been to Jones Hall but I was just like man I can't believe it I was excited again you I'm talking to you from the lens of somebody who has not been in any kind of project for years the podcasting took that platform for me because I wanted to podcast to create a platform to be able to Showcase my projects and get people to to pay, pay for T-shirts, pay to see it, pay to see the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? So we're still working on those bits and pieces of that. But I went to podcast and podcasting is a form of broadcasting. It's a form of sitting in front of a microphone and talking. Right. And so as I'm losing that, you know, that that lane and acting, I'm, I'm creating another lane in podcasting. But when she says this. My acting hat comes on and I'm like, I'm ready. Thank you is what I said. Thank you. I'm ready. I'm here. No matter what, I will get the job done. Habakkuk 2, 2 and 3 says, And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables, that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. You do what you do for yourself to prove you can do it for others. Even though the year of perfect vision needed corrective lenses, your vision was never out of focus. You remained still. You remained determined. Kobe said, The Mamba mentality is the attention to detail and the level of commitment. Run your race because you got time. Keep the momentum. Believe in your story, a creative story. Remember, never stay comfortable while trusting the process. Be innovative in your 720 hours. There will be stumbling blocks. You just keep pushing. Most importantly, what's next? Continue to drop. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday? Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday.
Here's the story. The first day of rehearsals, we're on the phone, me and the other four people that are going to be in this play. So when I hear play, I'm thinking, oh, damn. Okay, I'll be acting good. I'll be acting good. So I'm on the phone. And the guy, the uh, the creator of this show says, okay, I picked y'all four. Y'all going to be in the show. You need to write your own poems. And you're going to recite those poems on stage at Jones Hall. He says, write your own poem. I look away from the phone. I'm outside my house in the driveway. I look away at the house across the street. I look to my left. I look to my right. I put the phone away from my ear. I put it down. I start shaking my head. Damn. Damn. He wants me to write a poem. I'm not acting at all. So there I go going back on that opportunity. In my mind, I'm thinking, oh, my God. Write a poem? Nah, I'm not a poet. I'm not a poet. I've since I've since moved on from that. I'm not a poet. I call my homegirl after and I'm just like, yo, Jay. Really? Write a poem I haven't written in a long, long time. I tell her, I haven't written in a in a long time. Every time I try to write everything, see, as a writer, you become your experiences. Got to keep in mind on this journey, you've known that I, I had a kid. I buried my kid. And so now every time I write, it's about that. And I write, I start to write and I get emotional. Tears drop down from my eyes and then I stop. So I haven't written anything in a long, long time. But I forget in talking to Jayla. I forget. I was like, you know, I came from that lane. In the college scene, you had Greeks, you had athletes, you had skateboarders, you had people that ran social clubs, people that were in charge of the clubs like Nesby and 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 um um the Nigerian Student Association and the African Student Association and you had the uh Society for Black Engineers, you had all these organizations and here I was. I had dibble dabbled in in a few of those, right? But I never really found my niche until my roommate Mikey Wagba who was an alpha at U of H or who is an alpha from U of H Alphas would throw events on campus and I would do poetry there. So I got my start in this acting thing, in this podcasting thing, in this performance thing, in this whole arena as an as a poet. I didn't keep that in mind. See, it's full circle because it comes back to where I started. I started as a poet. But while I'm talking to Jade, I'm just like, nah, Jay, I, it's just not me. I'm not. I'm not that guy. I'm not. I'm. What am I going to do? She was like, I'll help you. Don't worry. I'll help you. And so I started writing the poem. The guy tells me you're going to write about all lives matter. Let me say that again, y'all. He said that I'm going to write about all lives matter. Me, a black man with a beard. Tall, loud. Who's not necessarily pro-black. In public, but I have my viewpoints that I won't, I don't care to share right now. 
but I got to write a poem about all lives matter. I, everything I started, I stopped. I started here and I thought that I was going to write a poem and put some Spanish in it. And I thought that I was going to talk about this and talk about that and talk about this and talk about that. But nothing was clicking and that time was a ticking. Did not to mention the guy sent a cash app. Oh, he had us locked in. He sent a cash app. Jay said, yo, yo, did you receive the cash app? I said, yeah, I even spent it. They're expecting me to perform and I had no direction. So I went to church one day. And after church, I, I was I was lost. I didn't know where I didn't know where to begin writing this poem at. This poem's got to be three minutes long. I'm up first. I did not know where I wanted to start at. So I went to church that day. And after I went into the little room where they give snacks and everything. And I, I came out, the pastor was there and I said, Hey man, how you doing? He said, I'm good. I said, Hey man, what Bible verse comes to mind when I say all lives matter? He said what he said. I was like, Hmm. Wow. Because it's a difficult subject. Like when I've written poetry in the past, pardon me, when I've written poetry in the past, I've never said I'm going to write about this and was successful at it I would listen to music soul child uh, love or half crazy pardon me love or half crazy and I would get my inspiration from that but being given a topic and having to write on that no nah, I've never done that before listen y'all you know when I put on the black tea I come here to talk to you I come here to be one with you Okay, this episode is dropping on Tuesday. If you're watching it now, it's Tuesday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And I got a show on Friday and I had to write a poem months ago for this show. So after after I'm, we're talking about a month, we're talking about, listen, if this if the show is in October, I don't think it was. I think it was, we, we first had this meet maybe in August, maybe July or so. And I had started writing the day I got off the phone with this with this guy and, every, and the rest of the cast. I had started writing then. September come around. I had written so much, I didn't even have a clear direction. I tell no lie. I didn't have a clear direction. Until I said to myself, oh man, I got to go this route. I got to go the spiritual route. So I get on the Bible app. And I start looking for Bible verses that kind of fit what I'm trying to say here. I'm writing about all lives matter, which means that everybody, everybody has got to be included in this white, black, Asian, uh, Spanish, European, Middle Eastern, everybody. I have to I have to come up with something that everybody has a part in. So I asked the pastor what Bible verse comes to mind when I say all lives matter. Let me start it here. I eventually got the poem down. I've been rehearsing it. I know what I'm going to perform this Friday and Saturday. And I wanted to come here on this particular episode, episode 127, All Lives Matter. I want to come on this episode and I, want to, I wanted to perform the whole entire piece to you. But the director was like, well, the creator was like, nah, save some. So you got to come out on Friday 
and rock with your boy at 7.30 p.m. Friday and Saturday. You got to come to Jones Hall. You got to catch your Uber, get out of Jones Hall, and come and rock with your boy. But this is what I came up with. Everything I started, I stopped. In search of where to start, I asked the pastor what Bible verse comes to mind when I say all lives matter. He said nothing because black lives matter. This from a man of God who's aware of a lost cause and attempts to teach, searching that volume sacred law for the correct scriptures to read. He said, John 316, for the Lord so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whomsoever believeth should not perish, but have everlasting life. He said, the book of John is about life. Yo, listen, um, listen, man. I didn't even introduce myself. I didn't. My name is John Rostyke, the first founder of Still Visionary Inc. and creator of the What's Next podcast, dropping every Tuesday at six PM Central Standard Time. And you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at John Rostyke and Still underscore Visionary. Also, the What's Next Pod underscore on IG. If you would connect with me on LinkedIn, subscribe to my YouTube channel, like my fan page on Facebook, and visit my website at StillVisionary.com. Directly to my left, I have the trophy of the What's Next podcast. The tea that I give to every creative that comes on the podcast, whether big or small, old or young, I give them this tea and I give them the What's Next podcast tea as well. I'm in a black SVIT that I give on a podcast and you can shop for everything except for this tea and the black What's Next podcast tea at stillvisionary.com slash merch. I sell T-shirts. I embroider my logo. I have hoodies. I have windbreakers. I have crew necks. I have long sleeve, short sleeve, no matter what I got it, stillvisionary.com slash merch. So guys, um, I wrote the poem. It's called All Lives Matter. I'm performing the piece this Friday. This Friday and Saturday, October 15th and 16th at 7.30 p.m. at Jones Hall. Tickets are available at spahouston.org. I need you to come out there and rock with me because it's been a long time and I'm hoping that this performance, I'm hoping that this opportunity that I seized, right, I hope, it, I hope it transforms into something else. But if it doesn't, it reminds me that no matter what it is, big or small, you got to seize the moment. You got to take it full on. You got you to gotta give it your best foot. And uh, that's where I find myself, y'all. This episode is all about um, that opportunity, that experience. Uh, writing it was a difficult task. Because I had no direction. I didn't know where to start. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to say. Um, but bear in mind, everything that I've ever done artistically, I've written. I wrote Grussell Diaries with my man Mario Wanza. I wrote Chameleon Sunrise with my man Mario Wanza. Um, I don't necessarily write the uh, words I'm going to say this on, on this podcast, but I created this podcast and wrote all the uh, the the. Uh, um, what is it called? I'm missing the word. Um, cue points where I pull from to be able to go lead itself into conversation. So um, this Friday, man, you know, uh, I had to I, I felt the need to save it and I wanted to do the entire cast. But it's got to be some some exclusivity for everybody who's going to come out to this show. Right. 
just appreciative of Jayla. Like I said, in um, um, what was it? We did a project. We did a a, a podcast with her fourth film, Foreplay, Foul Play, Fair Play, rather. Like I, excuse me, I said Foreplay. Like I said in 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 Fair Play, man. Um, without her, you know, I'm just grateful for the opportunity that she's helped me acquire, um, put me in her first film, um, being being a lead in her stage play. And I'm just, a, you know, everybody needs a jailer in that corner. And I'm just appreciative of that opportunity, man. Um, I said the day was October the uh, 10th, 2021. We have 82 days left in the um, 2021 year. The fourth quarter is moving well. I've sold a few T-shirts and I'm looking to sell some more. But in 82 days, I'm really focused on the five days before the show. And I just want to crush this show, right? I'm going to take a half day that Friday. I'm going to get my hair cut on, on Thursday so that I'm locked in and locked and ready and loaded. You know what I mean? I'm locked and loaded to do this show. And um, if you're watching this on Tuesday, Thursday, and Wednesday, even Friday, it's not too late. Get a ticket. Come out and see your boy, 7.30 p.m., Jones Hall. I'm performing my piece, All Lives Matter, in the black, blue, all lives, all my show at 7.30 at Jones Hall. So um, most importantly, guys, what's next for me? Ah, oh, the show. Nothing else but the show. The show. The show's next. The show is next. Houston, Texas, it's your boy. It's your boy, man. Um, John Ross Dyke I, founder of Still Visionary Inc. and creator of the What's Next podcast, dropping every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Houston, Standard Texas. Time. Houston, Texas, I do what I do for myself to prove that I can do it for others. See me Friday and Saturday, 7.30 p.m. Jones Hall. Let's rock.